Hey there guys and welcome back to another episode of Mastering You. It's Friday, you probably listened to this maybe on the weekend, so hope you're enjoying your weekend so far. Thanks again for tuning in. So it's been another cool week, I've really enjoyed this week. Uh, we, I've been I've really enjoyed kind of being able to put out more content quite honestly. I'm really hoping that it's something I'll be able to keep doing when life does return back to whatever normal is going to be. Uh, we've had some great weather this week, so I've been really making making the most of that. Took the kids to the beach yesterday, which was really awesome. They absolutely loved it. I think it really goes to show you don't quite realise what effect lockdown has had on your, on your kids and all of us, to be honest. But, um, but yeah, being able to do something that's relatively normal was really good and... We're starting to hear some more positive things, so this week we found out that we can have up to six people in our garden from next week, so that's something to be excited for, we get to see some of our friends and family, and and yeah, I've just been busy you know, talking to people and, and put out more content like this this week, so that's been really fun, and the, today's conversation is on a topic that's really, I feel really important, you know, this was a masterclass for our members, but sometimes if the topic I feel is 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 a really big one that I want to get out to the wider public then I will do that so this is um this is a topic on the ketogenic diet the keto movement with a expert nutritionist Gavin Allenson and he's been um working with ketones and working with well he's been working with sports uh stars and sports teams for 15 years um he was one himself um, but in more recent years, he's, he's been really in increasing his knowledge on the area of keto and, and the benefits that go far, far, far beyond just weight loss. So um, really hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, please feel free to give me your feedback over in the Mastering You group or on any of our pages, any of our social media. And uh, I will let you get into the episode now. Enjoy. Um, so, uh, firstly, I just want to say a big thank you to, to Gavin for, um, coming on for this masterclass. Um, I've known Gavin for a few years, so you know, we'll, we'll go into that in a second, but Gavin's background, um, has been in nutrition for some 15 years, as far as I've been aware, and he's worked with top level sportsmen and, and top level teams and, I think what he doesn't know about nutrition isn't worth knowing to some extent. So, um, so yeah, and you've also, you know, been competing and you've competed yourself, haven't you, Gavin? Um, quite a top yeah. level. Yeah, I used to play, um, like back in the day, I played uh, like championship level rugby. I've um, uh, done indoor rowing, uh, won the European Championships on the old Concept 2 rowing machine for my wow. age group. Yeah. Done an Ironman, also do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So, um, yeah, you know, like to keep active and you know, rugby coach uh, my son and his team now as well. So, fantastic. What what was it that took you down the the nutrition path, Gavin? Particularly? Um, well, funnily enough, it started when I was doing the indoor rowing. Um, I knew that I could um, you know improve my times, and I was looking for an extra edge because I was like on the cusp of winning medals, like at the British Championships and stuff. 
Um, yeah. That led me to get into contact with a top nutritionist uh, called Matt Lovell. Um, yeah. And at that point, I wasn't really you know, into nutrition. I was doing internet marketing and stuff. Anyway, we started working together and because um, uh, I've got a background from having done a biology degree, so I had a scientific background. He said, look, why don't you just you know, get a qualification and then we can work together and we can do nutrition stuff. So that's, that was about 15 years or so ago. So since then, I've been uh, you know, into nutrition. Awesome. Awesome. So did, did you find that you know, by going down that, that road, it, it gave you the edge in sport? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I was doing lots of uh, like ergogenic supplements, even just things like using creatine. Uh, beta alanine was another one uh, that buffers your, uh, your lactic acid. Um, and I even uh, tried um, bicarbonate loading, which um, is very, very dangerous if you get the, uh, the wrong amounts. You know, it's like liquid diarrhea coming out. So you don't want that happening when you're on the rowing machine. So you've got to get the little but on so yeah no I really got into it and uh, like left no stone unturned trying to get that edge to shave yeah. off a couple of here and there fantastic fantastic um right so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with um with, with a few questions so obviously uh, I, well one of the reasons why I decided to open this this up to the, the podcast and to some of our groups is I, I think I, I think you'll probably agree that the, the keto movement is is still in its infancy um you know, across the globe, but particularly in the UK, right? You know, uh, that the products mm -hmm. that you uh, and we've we've been just started using, or, or you've been using a lot longer because you've been importing it from the US. Um, we were doing that for a while. We sort of gave up, but now we've got some good news recently that we're able to get hold of that product. You know, and um, and actually utilize and understand ketones. Why why do you feel like the the keto conversation is 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 one that's here to stay as opposed to like, you know, there's so many fad diets that come along and, and, and come and go. And why, why is this, why is this different? Yeah. You know, there's obviously diet diets, which are all the flavor of the month. Uh, and they, you know, last for a couple of years before somebody else does something different. Um, and, um, we actually was on a call the other night and I think the ketogenic diets will probably be like that. Um, and just in case anybody doesn't know, uh, the ketogenic diet um, is you know, probably one of, you know, you know, is very efficient for losing fat. Yeah. So you can lose you know, fat really quickly if you follow it, uh, like any diet. Um, but the problem it, it often has is it's really high, uh, really hard to comply with it and be 100% accurate with it because uh, the premise of it and how you get ketones into your into your uh, blood is um, following the ketogenic diet. You can only have a maximum of 20 grams of carbs a day, so yeah. that's like one one apple and you're over your carb limit. You know, yeah. one slice of. So for a lot of people, um, you know, they can do it for a little while to get some results. One two months, you know, they can batten down the hatches. Um, but then, you know, they'll go away for a wedding or, you know, they'll have some wine, beers, they're off the wagon, and then it's easy to slip back into the old habits. Yeah. So um, that's the ketogenic diet. Now, the benefit of the ketogenic diet is your body then starts producing ketones because you're breaking down fat and using that fat for fuel. So you can either have a high-fat, low-carb diet to get ketones in your blood, or you can do prolonged fasting 
Yeah, so when you do a prolonged fast, probably over 24 hours, your glycogen will have been burnt. Um, so all that's left then is your fat. So your body will start breaking down fat and producing ketones. And the benefits of when you're in, in, in ketosis is you've got um, you've got like high levels of mental awareness, uh, your appetite is suppressed, and you've got additional energy. So you know you you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they they the so what's happened recently about five years ago, uh, and this was based out of research that NASA and the U.S. Navy SEALs did, was they actually have manufactured a drink that gives you drinkable ketones. So, so like, like sometimes it's difficult to get enough protein from your food, people use protein powders and protein shakes to, to top up their, um, uh, their, their protein levels. Would you say that's like a similar analogy where, you know, this is just a, a way of getting, getting an energy source into your system without having your body to create it itself? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's quite a good analogy. I, I like that. I'll have, to, I'll have to think about it a little bit because what we're actually – yeah, because obviously you can get protein from, from your food if you decided to, you wanted yeah. to do that, you just described. But you, you can't – Your body you can't, can't produce it, can't it, in a negative way. That's the difference, isn't it? Yeah, so, you're, yeah, so you can only really get – the only way you can get ketones is by having that strict compliance in terms of keeping your carbs down or fasting. But now, yeah, you can get drinkable ketones, which is great because you get all those benefits without. Um, uh, in a, and one of the analogies as well is that if you think about how we were, how we've adapted over generations, you look back at what our Paleolithic ancestors would have done. Um, they would have had times where there was no food available. Mm. Yeah, they have to yeah, yeah. the mark to find something. They didn't have Mars bar trees that they could just go and you know, <laughs> pick up stuff. Um, so they, they, that's why we evolved to be able to store fat. So we stored fat so that we could get through times of famine. We don't have famines now, so there's food availability all the time, high-carb food. So that actually keep, makes us store more fat, and we want to get away from that. Um, so we were really designed to be able to run on ketones when we needed to go and hunt and find things and be aware, um, you know, be, be, have, have energy because you didn't have energy and you had to go and hunt down a deer or something, you were going to starve and you were going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people aren't aware that, you know, your body, that there are sort of two fuels, you know, that your body can run on like the, the glucose and the ketones and, um, yeah. You know, so so what? How do ketones? Why is it that you you can get more mental clarity, and how how does it actually work in terms of what? You know, because some of our members quite like some of the the science behind what actually happens to the body that helps us regulate our appetite better when we're in a keto state rather than a than a, than a glucose state, and you've been eating bread and and chocolate all day. Yeah. Okay, so when obviously when you're eating um, you know bread and chocolate. Your body, this is an interesting fact. Um, you might not know this, so I'll put you on the spot. How many, how many teaspoons of sugar are dissolved in our blood at any one time? So you've got eight pints of blood. How many teaspoons worth of sugar have you got circulating around your blood? Ooh, Maybe no. if in, Yeah, do no, you, I don't know that one. No. Okay, two teaspoons. Wow, is that all? You've only got 10 grams of glucose in your blood at any one time. 
Wow, I was going to guess at like eight, eight-ish, so two. Yeah. yeah, so you have a Mars bar, which might be, I'm not sure how, you know, a Mars bar is like 60 grams, probably 30 grams of, you know, of sugar. That goes, that goes straight into your blood because, it, you know, there's no digestion really involved. So what, what's your body got to do? It's got to get rid of that, that sugar. Mm. Yeah, and it can't have that sugar rolling around in your blood. So what happens is you get gets rid of that sugar by the insulin converting that into fat. Yeah. Okay. Unless you've exercised, if you've exercised and you're having your Mars bar after you've exercised, it'll get converted into your glycogen and store it there. But generally, um, we're we're overeating, so that's how we actually store fat from using carbs. Um, Sorry, I went off on a tangent there. Um, Second question was about the brain clarity. How does it how does it help us with that? Okay, yeah. So ketones are preferentially used by two organs in the in the in the body, the heart and the brain, the two the two most uh, uh, important organs. So if you imagine if you were fasting, you need your brain and your heart to be working. Mm. And if you're like you know starving, you know like you've got two weeks, you need that to be able to work and to get you around. Um, so the ketones are used there. Now, one of the other things that often happens with, um, particularly as we age, our brain loses the ability to uptake glucose. Okay. Okay. So you, you may have heard, obviously you've heard of Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. They, they call Alzheimer's disease type three diabetes. Wow. Okay. Because your, your brain won't uptake the glucose. Now, um, ketones are used, uh, are uptaken by the brain by a different mechanism that's not dependent on glucose. So even though your brain and your nerve cells aren't getting the energy that they need from, uh, from the glucose, they can get that energy from, uh, from ketones. So we've had quite a few, um, uh, you know, you know, elderly people with cognitive decline start to get some of that, um, you know, function, you know, function back. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, I was gonna. That was one of my questions. Was what what have been some success stories? Obviously, we know about the the weight loss ones. Um, but what have been the some of the health success stories? You know, from from that you've of people that you've worked with that have used ketones for not not necessarily just weight loss, but more more sort of health benefits. Yeah. Well. It, well. We have to be careful in terms of what we say, in terms of compliance sure. reasons. So we can't really say, um, you know, like anything too medical. Um, but if you, um, there's one researcher that's done a lot of work. She's looked at migraines, uh, doc, uh, Dr. Eleanor Gross. So she was a migraine sufferer, did, the, did um, come across the ketogenic diet and then started using uh, ketones. Um, and she's had, she's written a PhD about that. Um, uh, and well, some of the main areas are more around mood, yeah, mm. uh, and, and stress levels and anxiety and, mm. and things like that because, um, uh, you know, they, they tend, and research is being done on this, you know, if you look up ketones and any, pretty much any medical condition that you think of, um, there's likely to be some research going on about that, particularly around the neurological uh, functions. So I mentioned, I mentioned Alzheimer's. There's a lady called Dr. Mary Newport. Um, she did a lot of work with coconut oil initially, um, helping her husband with um, uh, uh, early onset Alzheimer's. Right. 
Okay. So, but, but going back to the fat loss, you know, the, which, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will be interested in, um, is uh, it, it works by a number of levels. And I think I, I, I didn't answer this before. One, one of the things it does, we've got a hunger hormone called ghrelin. Okay. Yeah. So when you have ketones, it downregulates that, that hunger hormone. So you don't get as much of that produced. So you don't feel as hungry. So yeah. one of the ways we tell people to start with, um, to start off drinking the ketones is wake up in the morning, have some water to hydrate yourself, then have a sachet, well, maybe half to one sachet of ketones, drink it slowly over about 40 minutes, and then wait until you're hungry, till you start, till you, uh, till you have your first meal. Yeah. And I'll get people messaging me, uh, Gav, it's uh, two o'clock now. I'm getting a bit worried. Uh, should I eat? Are you feeling, are you feeling hungry? No, don't eat then. <laughs> you know, because often we're we're programmed to eat based on the you know the time of day it is. Yeah, yeah. I did a, I did. Yeah, I did a masterclass last week actually um, on on helping people understand how many calories they can actually have. Um, before the glyconeogenesis, before the body starts to actually break down muscle. And it was a lot, it's a lot more um, than a lot of people think. Um, but also, there are, there's the science to show that actually when you're in a ketogenic state, your muscle has much better muscle um, preservation capabilities, right? Yeah, well, if you think of it from an, um, uh, an environmental point of view, going back to our Paleolithic ancestor, yeah, yeah. They've, they've, they've spent all summer eating berries and got a bit of a belly on them, yeah, because they need, so that's their, that's their storage tank. There's no food available for two or three days. What's your body going to do? Is it going to burn the fat that you've been storing up for that purpose or is it going to start breaking down your, your important muscle that you might need for you to walk 100 miles to find, uh, find something, find something else to eat? It's going to use your muscle. It's going to use your fat preferentially over your muscle. That just seems you know, logical. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the, and it's one of those things as well. Until you've experienced it, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy, that person you just said you get the phone call from. So I... I had um, some water this morning, went for a long walk. Um, I had my sachet when I got back. And, and yeah, I, I'm just not, I mean, I, I tend to fast to about lunchtime anyway, but I tend to get quite hungry and I've got absolutely no hunger um, right now. And it, it, I definitely, it's one of those things until you feel it, it's, it's kind of hard to describe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and the only other way people generally feel it is when they do a um, like a longer fast, but that's yeah. not that popular. Yeah, so many, you know, I, I can remember when I first started, you know, looking at this, even a friend of mine was saying, look, I just eat one meal a day. And I'd be, wow, how'd you do that? You know, get to six o'clock without eating, you know, because I was, you know, e even though I was pretty low carb, I was still always, always eating all the time. Mm. Um, um, but, um, yeah, you know, that, that's the thing, you know, it's, um, it, it, and you know, now I regularly go three days without eating. Wow. Yeah, and there's science, maybe we do another masterclass of that at some other point in the future. Fasting, um, yeah. There's good science behind doing a prolonged fast. Um, yeah. Because you get, what, what happens is your body starts to break down any poor performing cells, uh, anything that's damaged, 
and it recycles those for energy. But, yeah. yeah, I'm really interested. Well, it's one of the few things that have been proven by science to actually improve your longevity, isn't it? The longer term fasting. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm 50 now, so I'm starting to, 51 now, so I'm starting to worry about all that sort of stuff. <laughs> uh, what, one thing I want to ask, Gavin, because I know a lot of people, one of the myths that goes around, people get a little bit confused between being in ketosis and, and I think it's called ketoacidosis. Because um, a lot of people think that ketosis is, is like a dangerous state to be in. Can you just sort of share, you know, why, that, why there's a big difference? Yeah, so um, ketoacidosis is um, a complication of type 1 diabetes. So, um, and you know, that can be dangerous if you get into that. So you or I, unless you've got type 1 diabetes, would never get into uh, uh, diabetic keto ketoacidosis. Okay, um, so that's why, um, you know, if somebody is maybe a nurse or they're, uh, they're a type 1 diabetic, you say about ketones, they'll be like, oh, no, they've been led to believe that it's, yeah. like, you know, it's dangerous. But the levels that, the levels that people, the, the diabetic ketoacidosis is you're getting over, you know, like 10, 15 um, millimoles. Um, but when you drink, if you do a fast, you probably get up to around five or six, like maximum on day three. When you're drinking the ketones, you might get anything between one and a half to two and a half, you know, that type of range. So, you know, it's, it's never going to get to the levels that, that are concerning from, um, uh, you know, from a diabetic ketoacidosis um, uh, issue. What, what, just remind everyone again, what is the range uh, that, that is considered during a keto state? Um, anything above 0 0.5. Right. Okay. okay. So if you're, if you're below 0 0.5, because people say to me, you know, they'll, um, let's say if you're doing Weight Watchers or something like that, and it was being successful, um, your body would be breaking down fat and your body would be producing ketones. Yeah. Uh, because obviously, as, you, as, you're, as you're losing weight. But the problem is, you wouldn't be doing it fast enough. Um, you know, those ketones would be kept on being used up. Mm. So you're never going to get it. You're never going to get a love above that 0.5. So as soon as you're breaking them down, it's going to be, and, you know, getting above 0.5, that's when you start getting more of the, uh, like the cognitive benefits, the hormonal benefits as well. Right. Okay. And so, and in terms of testing that, What's your, what's your most recent up-to-date best tool for, for you know, roughly good accuracy on, on testing? If, if someone was to want to kind of test, you know, am I? Because I suppose, you know, most people that want to maybe either use the exogenous ketones or try a keto diet, you know, the, the thing is, because a lot of people don't realize how, how hard it is can, to do it just through diet, do they? So unless you oh, test, yeah, yeah. you've got no idea. Yeah, it, can, it can take a couple of weeks to get into uh, ketosis for some people, um, mm. if they are, you know, got serious weight to lose or they've you know, got some type of insulin resistance. Um, yeah, there's three, three way, main ways you can test it. You can test um, uh, like a urine stick. Yeah. So uh, you wee on a little stick. So, um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, pregnant women will, will use that. Um, uh, the other way you can get like a breath analyzer, which you, which you breathe into. Um, uh, but the most accurate way is a blood test. 
um, and you get like these little finger pricks that di diabetics use. Um, uh, I've got one here actually. Let me just show it to you. Um, yeah, one of one of one of my clients is about to pick it up from me, so I've left it in the in the front door. So she hasn't come <laughs> yet. I don't think she's come yet. So I just go and show you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, guys, if you have any uh, questions, just a reminder, just throw them in the chat box and I'll do a bit of a Q&A with Gavin in a second. Yeah, so you've got like a little meter like this and you get like one of these lancets that you finger prick. Okay. Uh, finger prick your fist, and then you, you put like a, a test strip in the meter and the blood sucks it up on the, on the test strip. Okay, cool. Does that do this glucose one, as well? Yeah, it does glucose as well. Okay. What's the, one, what's the make and model of that one going? This one's a Keto Mojo. So it's a Mojo, M-O-J-O. M -O -J -O. It's um, uh, um, put, a, put a link into the, into the show notes because um, the, the, the guy who, I, um, uh, who set that company up is like a family-run business and you're right. like, taken on the likes of Abbott, the big, massive, uh, multinational pharmaceutical company. Right. Um, um, yeah, that's a really good one, and it's got some um, advantages over the other ones that are in the marketplace. But to be honest, though, unless you're a really geeky, nerdy, you know, yeah. OCD type of person, Which is why don't I bother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't you know? I, I do it occasionally, but I'm not really that. You you soon get to know and feel when you're in ketosis. You know, you know because you're like a little bit bouncy and a little bit lively. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you, you, you're not worried about it. So, so that's a that's a good point. So, who you know, uh, obviously you've mentioned some some uh, some benefits there. Who, who do you feel generally would really suit? Uh, you know, trying, you know, either just just trying seeing how they feel on on ketones. Who who would who do you generally say it really suits? Obviously, it's easy to say it's it's gonna help can it help everyone, but um, yeah, you know, it depends depends what your uh, you know what your goals are, um, and that can depend on what time of day you may want to use the ketones. Yeah. So, um, you know, some people will use them as a, as a pre-workout supplement if they want to actually feel like they've got some energy, if they're struggling. Um, uh, other people might have a bit of an afternoon dip and feel that they need like a little bit of a, you know, energy there to get like from say two o'clock to five o'clock. Mm. That's generally though, more than likely they've probably had some carbs at lunchtime. That's making yeah. them a little bit early in the afternoon. Um, and then, um, you know, other people, they use them to actually help themselves sleep. Yeah. So you can actually, um, you know, get improved sleep from using ketones and have, having them later in the day. Um, but, you know, generally it's, you know, it's people either looking for the appetite suppression um, and the extra energy, um, you know, the mood enhancement, um, you know, which is good. You know, I have lots of people, you know, you know I had a, uh, one lady saying to me, said, oh, you know, my, my husband said I wasn't such a moody bitch now. Since <laughs> 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 I've been drinking it, you know, uh, since I've been drinking the ketones, which is obviously, uh, you know, <laughs> Great testimonial, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, even, and, you know, works the other way, you know, men stop being, you know, like one of the guys uh, I know, Dave, he said, look, I haven't shouted at my kids once since I've been drinking these, you know, where <laughs> it's quite easy to get, yeah. A bit of a, yeah. So, you know, you know there's the, the applications are, you know, are quite wide ranging. So, yeah. you know, one, one of the things is, you know, I'd say to people, look, give them a, give them a try. 
um, and you know, see how you feel. But if you are going to give them a try, make sure you're um, communicating with somebody like myself um, or, or or yourself. You know, who's got a little bit of bit of a knowledge on yeah. how to actually use them to get the best out of them. Because often what happens is people will change their diet. They'll stop eating carbs. Um, they'll start drinking ketones. Um, and they may, you know, they'll deplete their electrolyte levels as a result of that. Mm. And then they may get some headaches and then they'll say, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the ketones gave me a headache. Well, no, it wasn't the ketones that gave you a headache. It's because you didn't have any, you weren't having any extra salt. So you may need to adjust yeah. that. So if you're working with somebody, you know, like myself or, or, or anybody else who knows about uh, these products, they can actually help you support, support you to make sure you get the best out of them. And we, you know, we, we will, you know, we, we, I often help people do that um, so to make sure they, they get the best. Yeah. And, and you guys like members watching this, I mean, for me, when Gavin contacted me a few weeks ago and, and said, oh, Matt, you know, got some good news. The, the, the ketones that you're using a few years ago, they're, they're actually going to be available in the UK now. Um, I mean, prior to that, I, I was, I was trying to do what you said and, and sort of go all in and, and do the keto diet what i the conclusion i came to and i've actually stuck to it since doing that is is for me a lot a lot like a lot of supplements really you know it's not uh, using them as a, as a tool um as opposed mm -hmm. to the answer so like so like for me i use protein powders as a tool i use you know vitamin d like when the weather's not like this as a tool um and like the ketones for me is just a tool to help keep my appetite a bit more regulated than it normally would. Um, mm. So it's, so, you know, yes, you can go full on, let's go keto and let's do fasting every day and high fat diets. And, but um, like you said, I personally, I think, I don't know what would be interesting to hear your thoughts. Like I, I quite like, I quite enjoyed it for probably a few weeks and then started to miss a bit of chocolate, started to mid miss the odd beer now and again, or a glass of yeah. wine or so. And I was like, you know what, this isn't, this isn't for me. And like, at the end of the day, you know, a good diet is one that's the, the, what the best diet is the one that's the most sustainable, isn't it? And so yeah, cool. yeah. it's finding out, it's trying stuff and seeing what's most sustainable for you. you know? Yeah. How often yeah, do you do you go keep keep like full on keto? Is it do you, do you not? No, no, <laughs> no. You know, I I usually start each week um, like on a Monday by fasting, so I won't yeah. eat on a Monday, or I might just have one meal on Monday night. So if I have had a few beers, or you know, our local fish and chip shops opening on the on the weekend, so we, you know, we might go and support them and you know, only to support them. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people supporting McDonald's soon, apparently. <laughs> I draw the line somewhere. This is a family-run fish and chip shop. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, so you know, to be honest, and you know, like to have the occasional beer and stuff. You know, I'm yeah. in rugby circles, so um, you know, don't want to be the person who never has a beer, and because I enjoy having a beer, um, and um, you know, so that's. And the, the majority of the people are like that. You know, if you said, look, you can never have a beer you know, again, um, otherwise you're going to be out. Of good I was on one forum once, and this woman was like, um, oh, um, you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to have any of my wedding cake because it's going to knock me out of ketosis. And I'm like, 
get Give a life. life. <laughs> get a life, yeah. Come on. You know, you know, it's not gonna kill you to be out of ketosis by having a bit of wedding cake on your wedding day if you want it. Anyway. So yeah, no, that's uh, you know, a bit of my you know, my my take on all of that. Yeah. No, awesome. So Sarah's got a question. Uh, I always thought it's better to eat early doors and eat less towards the end of the day. Is this flipping it on its head? Do you want to go for that, Gavin? You know, it's, it's, it's whatever works for you. Um, you know, and part of the intermittent fasting is having a bit of a fasting, like, you know, window to, yeah. uh, you know, and part of the reason why it works is because you end up having like one less meal. So you can flip it on its head and do, do like that, have your breakfast um, and you know, maybe stop eating at um, you know, like four o'clock or something and then go through until nine o'clock the next day. You know, that, could, that could be a way that you could do it. Um, but um, you know, I, you know, I like to think about you know, giving your body a little bit of a rest um, you know, like throughout the day. And if you wake up and you have your breakfast at seven, then you're having a, you know, a, a hobnob at you know, 10, or two, probably two or three hobnobs if you had. Um, then you know, your lunch, you know, you're always eating all the time. So it's not giving your body a chance to, um, you know, like recover and repair. So, you know, skip it, skipping a meal and just having two meals or one snack, um, wherever you put those in your day, I think is, you know, is a good thing to be able to do. Yeah, I think, I think you probably agree with me, Gavin. I think that, that idea of eating early doors is, is one of the weight loss diet myths, isn't it? Because I think, I think there is some truth to it because obviously the, the first meal can set you up for the rest of the day. Like if you have a really high carby meal to start the day and you're, you're shooting your blood sugar levels up, you know, uh, you're going to hit a crash and, you, and then you're going to be more likely to, to be chasing that, that high. Um, I think you probably agree that it's not, it's not necessarily how early you have that first meal it's it's what that first meal is that dictates the the success of the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can be a big thing. Yeah. So you want you don't want because most breakfasts we have, you know, would be like you know cereals, you know, which are pretty much pure sugar. Yeah. Um, and then you know, that creates a you know hormonal cascade, and you're right, you know, it's like a a blood sugar roller coaster throughout the course of the day. Yeah. Does, does anyone else have any um, questions just on the subject of uh, ketones? Um, if you do, just, just post them in, in the chat box like Sarah did. Hopefully that answered your question, Sarah. Uh, I think just one thing to add to that as well is, is you know, I, I think, again, I think Gavin would be on, on point with me here, is, is ultimately the amount of calories that you consume in any given sort of 24-hour period is, is, a, is a far better thing to shoot for than, than when you have those calories, whether it be in the morning or the evening, which is why intermittent fasting can work really well, because you can have a window of eating of say eight hours, you know, and, and providing you're, you're hitting that amount of calories that's going to still put you, if your goal is weight loss, to put you in a calorie deficit, then you're going to achieve your goals. Um, the, the question is how, how easy is it to maintain a fast for 16 hours? And that, that, I guess that's where, you know, being in a ketogenic state, and being able to, you know, um, regulate your appetite makes it a lot easier. <clears throat> yeah, no, definitely. So, no questions, guys? No more questions? Have I, is there any questions that you, you 
you think um, the typical ones that you get, Gavin, that I've missed? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's just the case, you know, this is, um, uh, you know, it's like a new, it's new area. It's, a, it's emerging science. It's going to uh, become mainstream. Um, you know, you guys are hearing about this, uh, you know, like first, you know, pretty much, you know, early adopters. Um, lots of people are going to be talking about um, ketones. Um, okay, how does it compare to the Atkins diet? Good question, Yvonne. Yeah, I, I did the Atkins um, uh, back in the day when I was younger. Um, and um, uh, how it compares to the Atkins diet is not, well, for a start, um, a high-fat, low-carb diet like the, that, I, that I follow does have some carbs in it, okay? But if you're thinking about the strict ketogenic diet compared to Atkins, there's a lot more vegetables and a high... And a, a higher focus on the quality of the fats that you're getting. Yep. So what you'd be thinking about, you know, whereas, you know, Atkins would be like, just eat anything, you know, gorge on, um, you know, pork scratchings and all that type of stuff. Um, whereas a well-formulated ketogenic diet, you're going to have olive oil, you're going to have coconut oil, you're going to have um, grass-fed butter, uh, you can have avocados, um, some nuts and seeds for your good quality fat, uh, fats, um, uh, uh, fats um, and then also the other thing that you end up having a lot of is you end up having a lot of vegetables you know you'd be surprised how many vegetables broccoli uh, cabbage uh, sprouts gherkins olives um, uh, you know any any salad celery all sorts of things you know green leafy vegetables spring greens um, you know there's so many you, you end up having a massive pile of vegetables with some butter on and, you know, some curry or, or a piece of meat, you know, so the food, the keto food is amazing in terms of how, how good and tasty it is. Yeah. That, that actually brings me onto a point that I, I, I don't know if you come across a lot. I, I did when I was doing keto and a few of our members were the, one of the mistakes I think a lot of people make, I don't know if you agree with this is they, their calories, uh, they tend to go a little high calorie or they, they lose track of their calories because the, the mindset is like they're in this, um, they're in this amazing fat burning state and their just body is just like a fat burning machine. And as long as they just keep in fat <laughs> and, and keep the carbs below 20 grams, like you said earlier, then they're just going to keep burning fat and it doesn't work. At the end of the day, the, it, it's still a case of calories in, calories out, right? Yeah, you still got to get that balance right, um, and you know you got to eat to uh, like your you know your hunger levels. If you are like eating, you know, be more mindful of uh, your hunger and eating to that, even if you weren't tracking the calories. But yeah, you know you can definitely um, you know put on weight uh, following a ketogenic diet because you are um, you know you're burning fat, but you're burning the fat that you're eating. You're not tapping into your body fat, you know. So you got to get that. You got to get that balance right for sure. Yeah, you've got to get that calorie deficit still. Got um, a few okay, questions. Yeah, you're saying about following a vegan vegetarian diet, yeah. So you know, following a vegan vegetarian diet is pretty much you know very very restrictive and very hard to get into ketosis because you know you you know all the all the major protein sources you could have as a vegan, um, uh, you, you know, like your, your pulses, uh, you know, your 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 rice, your grains they're all going to come with um, a high amount of carbs with them. So you 
going to be really hard. You're going to just be, re, you know, drinking coconut milk and eating coconut oil. So um, for a vegan, it's really hard to do. That's why the, um, the ketone sachets can really come in and help. So you can get the benefits of being in ketosis in terms of the mental clarity, the focus, but without having to be that uber strict on the, uh, on the, on the, on the amount of carbs you'd have. And I'd still recommend doing a little bit of intermittent fasting as well with the, uh, and some of the longer fasts if you're vegan or vegetarian. Vegetarian, vegetarian's more fine if you obviously eat eggs because you can have a lot of eggs as a mm. vegetarian. Mm. Yeah. So Sarah has asked, uh, you mentioned your age, Gavin. Is there a good way to good way to eat for us older ones to eat when we are when we also need to look at anti-inflammatory foods? So foods that help prevent disease issues with bone density. Does that help with that? and nutrition absorption. Yeah, exactly. So one of the things ketones have been shown to do is to uh, reduce inflammation. Yeah, they mm. work on a number of different uh, metabolic pathways. And you can look up ketones and inflammation. There's quite a few scientific studies which, are, which have looked at that. So um, that's one of the benefits that people actually you know, get from either the keto diet or from, uh, or from drinking ketones. Um, and as we age as well, the more important thing is the cognitive function, because what we want to be able to have is, you know, we're getting 70, 80, 90 years old now, we're living longer, but most of those people who are living longer, their, their health isn't that great. You know, you might live to 90, but the last 10, 15 years of it might be in a nursing home. Nobody wants that, and obviously, particularly what's been going on at the moment. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so, um, you know, that's, an, that, that cognitive decline, the early starts of it, you know, can take 20 years before you actually get diagnosed with, uh, you know, with, with, with a condition. So you want to start preventing that now. Some, someone asked me in a PM about alcohol. Can you, can you still be in keto with alcohol in your diet? You, that's, um, that's pretty much a no, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're following a ketogenic diet, um, no. You know, you, that will knock you out of, uh, well, no, there are some provisos. There are a few drinks which people might want to hear about, um, which are good um, in terms of um, uh, keeping your keeping you in ketosis. And there was a book from the 70s, 70s called The Drinking Man's Diet. Yeah, look it up on. Yeah, Great name. <laughs> um, so it was pretty much a high fat, low carb diet. And it had, um, so the drinks you can have are, are spirits. Your whiskies, your brandies, uh, your gins, your vodkas. But if you're having those, you've got to, obviously got to have them with a, um, a low, um, a low-cal uh, mixer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, well, um, I think we've learned quite a lot there <laughs> about keto and uh, about ketones and, and the, the benefits it has on the body. Um, you know, if anyone else d- did have any last questions, then, then hit, hit us up now. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to, to kind of, you know, connect with Gavin again, and we've just ordered in some, some of these ketones. Um, I believe that the reason why we're able to get them in the UK now is that there's a factory set shop up in, is it Holland, Gavin? Yeah, there's going to be a, um, a warehouse, um, set up in Holland. So we'll be able to, um, order directly like from the 8th of June. 
um, if you need any before then, um, I think you'll, you'll, you'll have access to some that you can get hold of and, or even put in a pre-order if, um, you know, somebody wants to, uh, you know, wants to get some. So, yeah, cause one of the, so what the, the company that, that make it or manufacture it. So one of their recommendations is to start by just going through a, a 10 day experience, right? So how does that work? It's just two, two sachet drinks a day, right? Yeah, yeah. So you'd have one in the morning, uh, one in the afternoon. Um, there's uh, and then whatever meals you want, you don't necessarily have to change your meals. Um, but you know, you you want to be thinking about maybe moving towards you know a high fat, low carb type of diet, um, and you know cutting out some of the processed carbs. You know, there's not going to be many um, people that don't um, uh, agree that cutting out processed carbs from your diet is going to be a good thing. You know, there's I find hard for people to say that to make an argument for that yeah sure yeah well what what i'm planning on doing is is offering uh some of our members a chance to if they want to upgrade we're going to be running a 21 day wellness challenge i think i mentioned it too so um i think because of the timings of when products will be available we're, we're gonna probably use the last 10 days of that 21 day um, for people to to add some ketones to the diet, so you know if that sounds cool to any of you guys listening, then um, then you know you know how to contact me. I'll, I'll be giving all you guys details before then. It's, it's all obviously very new to myself, and we're still finding out all the the logistics details and, and stuff like that. But um, well, and the, the other thing, Matt, as well, is if you've got like a private members group or something, you know, by by all means, add me in there, and I can come in and. Um, chime in and ask any questions uh, okay, answer any brilliant. questions people have got and, uh, and help any, anybody out i'm happy to do that yeah well we we had we did like a i think before it's like a five-day experience so um so we've got a group already set up so i'll probably just use that and okay. and then you know anyone anyone on this call that wants to be added or get the link to that that group um because we've already got quite a few resources in there we've got like uh, keto recipes um, okay, I'm actually, cool. I, it's weird that this came, I've just been working on a, a keto recipe cookbook um, um, recently as well. So that, that will come out. That'd be quite good timing um, because okay. it's because okay. like you said, it's not about, you know, it doesn't just cause I'm getting a keto recipe cookbook lined up. doesn't mean that I or you, anyone watching has to go keto. It just, it's just, a, it's just, again, it's just a fat loss tool. And you know, those of you that want to lose weight, you know, the key is to getting that calorie deficit in. And if that means, you know, spending some time in a state of ketosis where your appetite is regulated better, then it just makes it easier. You're not, not having to fight the hunger of, or, you know, what we hear all the time. I wish I had more willpower to, to not eat so often or not eat sugar. You know, when you're in a state of ketosis, you just don't have to have so much willpower. You just, you just feel, yeah, I'm, I'm good, you know. Excellent. So yeah, so, well, um, superb, Matt. Well, thanks for having me on. I love you know sharing this. Um, and if there's any people as well who um, you know we're we're looking as well to to help people uh, you know, like expand this conversation. So I don't know if any of your clients already or already into this as a way of eating. Uh, you know, by all means, reach out because um, you know we're looking for other advocates as well to you know fight the sugar rebellion and. Uh, <laughs> take on uh, the mcdonald's of this world yeah i think well that that is a society shift that's needed right um yeah. 
massively. Cool. Great. All right. Cheers, Gavin. I'll, um, and thanks worry, to Matt, everyone. I'll catch you soon. Thanks to everyone that's uh, been listening in. And uh, we'll, we'll speak to you all soon. Take care. This episode was sponsored by LPT Meal Prep. After years of hearing the excuse, Matt, I never have the time to eat healthy or cook healthy meals. I finally decided to do something about it. So we're now offering pre-cooked healthy meals delivered to your door. When you go to our website, you can see all of the nutritional information. And um, it's a real simple three-step process. So you put your order in, you receive your pre-cooked meals, and then you pop them in the microwave for three or four minutes. So all you need to do is head on over to bit.ly forward slash LPT meal prep. So that's bit.ly forward slash LPT meal prep. And on your first order, you'll get a 10% discount. Some of my favorites are the halloumi Nikors salad, the naked beef burger, the naked mushroom fajita, and the teriyaki salmon. But go ahead, choose which meals you like, or you can build your own. Enjoy.